Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute, girl. Get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. All right, so I am inside the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group, and we're talking about breaking free from limiting beliefs. So let's talk about that first. It's kind of interesting because we've heard this term. I think most of us have. We've heard the little the terminology of like shifting your beliefs or breaking, you know, I said breaking free because I feel like if they're limiting us, Hey ladies, hey Jane and Cassandra, hey everybody. That's my that's my pod girls right there. Whoop whoop. Hey to everyone who's in a pod. I'm so proud of y'all. I was just, I'll pause for a second, and I'm totally like I said I'm recording this for the podcast, and that's great because hopefully more people will hear and down the road maybe want to join. But I love that y'all are communicating in pods um, for the upcoming book club. It's just a great way to kind of have that more of that connection behind the scenes. And then I look forward to next week being our first um, meeting, the 27th. And if I say book club pods and all this stuff and you're like, what is she talking about? Go into the group, to the announcement video and the announcement post. You still have time. We are a week away from our whole like Zoom and we're only doing three chapters at a time so that... I feel like we can cover a little bit more. So if you're interested in the book and you haven't found a pod yet, then do it. Go to those announcements post and we'll get you in and we'll hook you up. And the pods are basically three to four women in the same time zone. So you can kind of connect and message when you're awake instead of having to wait till each other's sleeping. So, all right, limiting beliefs. So first of all, it's basically belief systems that have been programmed, if you will, um, throughout your life that have just become true to you. Things that have become true because of your life experiences or things in the past or just how you grew up, right? So I wanted to ask first, before I dive in a little deeper, you know, have you have you most recently assessed your beliefs? Or are you just living in reaction mode and allowing the unconscious mind to just continue to help you make choices and decisions based on beliefs that might have been there for a long time, but yet we haven't taken the time to like really question or assess them. And have you really asked yourself, do I really believe this to be true? Or why is this true for me? So when something comes up for you, you know, I I, I suggest that you just, you begin to question, you begin to say, okay, 
do I really believe this? Like, is this just something I've heard forever? Or do I, Michelle, at age 45 year, years old, do I really believe that? Is that something that I want to hold on to as my truth? Or do I want to choose to like, you know what? I don't, or at least investigate, right? And because we grew up and there was times when someone told us, whether it was our parents, our teachers, most of these things that I actually do want to say most, the word most, I feel like most of the things that come up for us later that may be causing, you know, not the best results in our lives weren't even things that we just decided one day we were going to choose to to think that way and believe that way. They were just already there and they were rooted and we just never said, huh, you know, I'm just telling you, I, I have experienced this, truly. So do you even realize that you have beliefs that could hold you back? That's kind of the next question. Do, do we even have the awareness yet? Because this is something that when I started into the arena of personal growth and personal development, this was years ago, even during my drinking, I, you know, was exposed to that kind of stuff. And I was like, huh, this, this is new. And this may be brand new to you. And you're like, I don't know. You may have heard some of it. If you, if you came from other groups and you've read certain, um, what we call quick, quit lit books and things like that, you begin to hear a little bit more about personal development. But yet, you know, have have you even really realized what it is and what might be holding you back? And do you believe that you could believe something to be true in the past, but yet now you can find new evidence where you can choose to believe otherwise? Let me say that again. Do you believe that you could believe, could have believed something to be true in the past, and now you can find new evidence where you can choose to believe otherwise. I don't know, can you? I mean, I can because I've had experience, and that might be a question you're like, well, yeah, totally. And then some of you may be like, huh, I've never really looked at it that way. So I decided I'm going to use a couple of different analogies. One um, is faith. It's just a, to me, it's a, I was like, that's the first thing that popped in my head. So I heard about my faith, my family's faith growing up, South Carolina in the culture, um, quote unquote, Bible belt. I'm sure most of you have heard that term, or you may be from somewhere different. And you could just imagine that you've grown up in this, this structured type faith, whatever it may be, right? And I had no reason not to trust my parents or other adults. So I just trusted them and I learned from them and I grew up in it. And obviously there is an age in most all faiths where you come to your own decision making, right? And, you know, you come of age, so to speak, and you are well aware of what you believe, what you don't believe. Well, that was a young decision for me. Very, very young, actually. So there's a season or seasons, let me just be truly honest, where, you know, I kind of wondered and I questioned. Um, I wavered. There were some times that I, you know, even rebelled in a way throughout my teenage years and things like that. But I really feel like that that created the transformation 
that I needed because I took the time to question it and, and research and get answers on my own, was I then able to go, yes, this is my faith. This is who I serve. And, you know, begin to learn how to walk that out. So I'm sure that you come from some sort of pattern. I believe that, you know, anybody in my sphere of influence have been raised in some sort of structured type faith or, like I said, in your home, no matter what the culture. And it just kind of was what it was. And you may have said, you may be questioning it now. You may have totally turned away from that because some things went on that you weren't sure about. So what I'm saying is that was just an easy thing for me because I personally experienced it. And when I researched it and questioned it and began to search for my own heart, I was able to decide what I was going to choose. And honestly, as a mother, you know, I've heard some other women and mothers just talk about how sometimes it's kind of a struggle when your kids start to like question these things. Because a lot of times, you know, we don't always have the answers, right? You know, I don't have all the answers. I'm just going to answer the best of my ability and what I have learned and I have grown to understand. But instead of resisting that and wondering like, oh, why do they keep asking? Why don't they just do what I say? Or why don't they just believe what I said or believe, you know, this is just the way it is, is honestly, I think maybe we should celebrate that they're working on discovering for themselves right? That they can discover. So that's where I'm coming from. All right. So let's actually get down to the nitty gritty of how this thing works. Cause I know that y'all didn't come on here just to hear just me storytelling. Um, I know that's important though, because it helps get our heads around it. So here is a very, very common example where we have limiting beliefs, money, Cha-ching. did you just cringe a little bit? I even put on here my notes like, like that because sometimes when the topic of money comes up it gets uncomfortable we have limiting beliefs money mindset issues what did my mama say what did my daddy say so basically how we're going to assess this now we're getting down to like how how we're going to walk this out okay so basically what we're going to do and i'm going to post this in the group after and this is just sort of a snapshot of one of the types of tools that i can use Um, that I do use throughout my coaching relationship with you when you choose to do that, okay? So it is an environmental wheel, and basically we take different portions of our life and we rate it. One being, it's terrible, it's awful, I'm miserable, to 10 being, yeah, I am rocking and rolling in this category. And we rate it, okay? So let's just say we gave money a number two really crappy. And that's kind of one of those things you look at it and you instantly give it a number, right? So here's a question. The next question is, so what are a few beliefs that we must have if we gave the rating of a two to money? Okay. How about, and y'all, I would love to hear from you. If you have, please interact with me and comment on here. Um, and let me know when I say these things like money, you're like, oh no. So if you feel like money's a struggle for you, what, cause I'm going to give you some examples, but I want to hear what you have to say too. Okay. Cause I am seeing, I will see if comments start to come up, even though they're a little delayed sometimes. A few beliefs that you must have, if you gave it a two is I will never have money because my parents did. 
I have no clue how to budget, so I just spend my money. Everything costs too much, and I can't even make more money. Or this is too hard, or my job doesn't pay me enough, or I don't have enough time to get a second job. You know, I can't afford this. I'm broke all the time. All right? So think about if those words and those beliefs are continually spinning in your belief system. I love shopping. (laughs) Well, that's actually pretty positive, though, anyway. But how about, like, I love shopping, so I overspend, maybe, or... um, Because we can love shopping and still have a healthy money mindset, right? So basically what happens is when those types of beliefs and thoughts, because thoughts actually come in and then they penetrate into beliefs when they become repetitive over and over and then they're captured inside of our body, of course you give it a two. Because your programming is constantly telling you, you don't know how to make money. Your parents told you, there ain't no way you're going to have money because we never had money. How about this one? If you're from the South, and I don't know, do they say this in the North? Please help me with my Northern ladies. Money don't grow on trees. Have you heard that? I heard that. And bless my parents. I love them so much. They love me and poured into me my entire life. And they probably said it because their parents said it. I'm just saying. All right. So, so here's the deal. So we know what our thoughts are. We know that it's created this, this um, very low rating on my belief about money. But what if I want to change it? How, now what? Right? Like, okay, I see this. I understand this, Michelle. So the next question we ask is we got to figure out and identify where this belief came from, as in what is the source of the story? Where did it come from? Did it come from our parents? Did it come from the fact that, you know, I remember when my mom used to tell me, no, we can't have that. We're really broke or I can barely pay for groceries this week. Um, You know, let's just say when one spouse works and what, you know, if both spouses don't work, you never have money. And Um, Or maybe you personally, it wasn't your parents. Maybe it was that, you know, early on you really made some not great decisions and gotten credit card debt. And somebody told you, you know, you'll never get out of this. You're always going to suffer with credit card debt. You know, and say that, you know, that's a powerful statement. How terrible to feel like you're going to have to live the rest of your life in chains to debt. You know, none of us wants that. So, now what? After we start, write out all the story, we write out all how it's, where it's sourced, then we get to decide, choice, empowered, I get to decide on a new story that's going to serve me better. So, what could you say that would serve us, to serve, serve us better? I wrote down a few. You let me know if you have any. I put... I have exactly what it takes to be financially successful. I am more educated around money than ever before. I can learn new ways to make money. And I am content with the amount in my bank account. Because if you ever really thought about how true contentment really, I feel like creates a gateway to abundance. Because when you are content exactly where you are, it really frees up 
this like openness and this space within how you show up in life. So things begin to come versus me having that scarcity and that holding on to. Now we're talking about money, but but sister friend, let me tell you, we can drop this into all kinds of other things and other challenges in your life. So that's what we do. So then what's next? We create new statements because that's true. I have exactly what it takes to be financially successful. And so do you. It's it's in us. We just sometimes don't, we're so closed-minded. Like we, we're healthy. We have a mind and we have a body. I have the ability to work. I have the ability to learn, to, you know, take the time to be educated on how to budget if I, that's what I choose to do. I mean, I have it. So we just, then we go on a hunt. I love this. You get on a ferocious search for evidence to support the new story, right? So what would you do? Maybe you decided to take a, a budgeting class or a Dave Ramsey saving money class, or you really started looking at like, ooh, how much did I save this week because I didn't, you know, I chose not to go by and get all those coffees or um you know, whether it's in your job, like you, you, you upped your game in your job and made more income or like you create, you just, we can create income. We can sell things that we have laying around. There's just so many opportunities, but when we're closed minded and we're blocked off, we're not open to it. Okay. And how this, and the last statement before we close is to continue the process for the rest of your life. Ha ha ha, basically. <laughs> so basically, when we find ourselves trapped in beliefs that are not serving us, then we, that's the first thing we do. We got to hear them. What are we, what are they saying? What is the source of the story? Where did it come from? And then we have to reframe them into new truths. And then we got to dig, 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 dig. Create, you know, find research, find evidence, find something and change the story. And just like anything else, this is a process. It happens over time and it happens with work. And I'll tell you, one of the biggest things for me is the fact that um, as it is around wine, I believed, I truly believed in the beginning that I needed it, that it helped me sleep better. I believe that wine helped me sleep better. I believe that it um, relieved my stress. I believe that it made me funnier. It made me prettier. It made me sexier. It um, was a tool to enhance sex. Uh, what else? All kinds of crap. That it was kind of good for me. Um, that, you know, I believe that my level of drinking there's nothing wrong with it. And it was, you know, normal. So I don't believe any of that anymore. None of it. And it doesn't create any sort of resistance in my body because of the work that I've done. Okay. And I hope that that gives you encouragement because I hope that some of those statements I just said, you might be experiencing them. So I also want to just remind you every time I have the opportunity, I'm not going to do this every time, I'd come on here and teach, but I really want to, to tell y'all now, I mean, we're in January, you know, what, you know, what's holding you back? What is stopping you from really diving deep? Those of you who are really wanting to, you know, begin to learn to control your emotions in a healthy way, you know, simply help get out of the mind drama. 
do a little self-discovery, like figure out who you are, you know, get comfortable with going out with friends without having to drink, you know, can be able to communicate better with your loved ones. Um, honestly, the biggest thing for me is I'm looking at my little list over here is like the first time I was able to walk down a wine aisle without being tormented or tempted was like so cool. So, so cool. And I want you to learn to be aware of ne your negative thoughts and, and learn how to reframe them. I mean, this is a growth, growth journey. So I'm offering the opportunity for you to reach out to me. I just opened up some new dates on my calendar. If you are interested in coaching and how you can get involved with me one-on-one, -on -one, just message me, say, hey, I'd like a link to your calendar and we can, I can get on the phone with you, a Zoom call for about 30 minutes. And we'll just talk. It may not be a right fit for you. We may talk and realize that, you know, I'm not, I'm not your person and I'm not a fit for you. But if you feel like, you know, I just, I get her. I hear what she's saying. I can tell she's been there before. I'm ready. You know, I need you to be ready. When you show up for yourself, I just need you to be ready. And I'm ready for you and I'm ready to help you. So, that's what I can do. I will get you my calendar and we'll get on it and have an awesome conversation. And I will leave you um, hopefully super encouraged and give you some value, even if you choose not to go with the program. That's fine too. I just love the opportunity to meet you and encourage you. So have an awesome night and I will see y'all soon. Later in the week, I'll be doing some check-ins. So let me know how your week's going and how your book club pod's going. I'd love to hear from y'all shoot a message on here or even under the pod chat and um, on the announcements and let us know how it's going. And I'll see you soon. Have a good night, ladies. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.